Loving Liberty Network proudly presents Heroes and Heroines, a weekly broadcast by Lawrence W. Reed, President Emeritus of the Foundation for Economic Education. Larry Reed has written nearly 2,000 articles and columns and is the author of eight books. Most recently, the thought-provoking Was Jesus a Socialist? Loving Liberty welcomes you to Heroes and Heroines by Lawrence W. Reed. About a half dozen times a year, I drive 70 miles from my home south of Atlanta, Georgia, up to the North Georgia community of Sewanee. I go there for an evening so joyful, I wear my face out from smiling for two solid hours. The place is Everett's Music Barn. Every Saturday night for the last 57 years, except for part of 2020 because of the Wuhan lab virus, the barn has hosted a fantastic concert of bluegrass music. The first hour showcases the Everett Family Band, and the second hour features another group, sometimes from Nashville, Tennessee. For a half hour before the concert starts at 8 p.m., you can chow down on the homemade baked goods that the local ladies provide. So my face is actually smiling for two and a half hours. Bluegrass is essential to the American story. It is, in fact, quintessential, all-American, Appalachian, hillbilly music. Its roots draw from a combination of Scottish, English, and Irish ballads, gospel tunes, and traditional African-American blues and jazz. It's almost always lively and upbeat, the kind of music that gets your foot stomping without you even telling it to. Its primary acoustic instruments are the banjo, guitar, fiddle, bass, dobro, and mandolin. I've never seen a musician, as he played in a bluegrass group, who didn't seem as happy as a rooster on a June bug. In my view, next to fly fishing in the mountains, happiness is a good bluegrass concert. I see it as a celebration of America and its melting pot of good people and good values. The term bluegrass owes its origin to Bill Monroe of Kentucky, who lived from 1911 to 1996. He named his band the Bluegrass Boys in the 1940s. If any person can lay claim to being the father of bluegrass, it is him. In 1997, the year after he died, the late Tom T. Hall released a tribute song called Bill Monroe for Breakfast. Oh, I love it. Here's a part of the lyrics. When I was just a little boy, we lived down on a farm, seven miles from nowhere and a hundred miles from harm. We made our living from the dirt if anything would grow and we got our country music from the big old radio. And we had Bill Monroe for breakfast every day. Then we'd head out to the fields of hoeing corn and mowing hay. Ah, Mama loved his singing and Daddy loved to hear him play. And we had Bill Monroe for breakfast every day. Monroe himself once said, Bluegrass has brought more people together and made more friends than any music in the world. You meet people at festivals and renew acquaintances year after year. Bluegrass groups and concerts are not hard to find in my state of Georgia and neighboring states, and some are much closer to my home than Sewanee, where Everett's Music Barn is. Doesn't matter to me, I'll go anywhere for it. I'm somewhat of a regular at Everett's because I often rustle up friends from the Atlanta area to meet up for barbecue before we head over to the barn. Allison Krauss, is a big-name bluegrass and country music performer, and she says, quote, 
You know, for most of its life, bluegrass has had this stigma of being all straw hats and hay bales and not necessarily the most sophisticated form of music. Yet you can't help responding to its honesty. It's music that find its way, finds its way deep into your soul. If you're new to bluegrass, give it a try. It will make you love good music and your country, too. For Heroes and Heroines, this is Lawrence Reed. Join us again next week for Heroes and Heroines by Lawrence W. Reed. Broadcasts are archived at lawrencewreed.com and lovingliberty.net, home of a growing network of allies for liberty. 